Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, today the Christian Church celebrates the Nativity of St. John the Baptist. There are not many nativities in our calendar of church festivals. John's is the only one six months to the day before the Nativity of our Lord. We tend to celebrate martyrdoms more often, but come back at the end of August to celebrate the festival of the beheading of St. John the Baptist. But today we're focused on the Nativity. So what's the big deal? Well, our texts from Isaiah 40 and Luke 1 tell the story. The prophets Isaiah and Zechariah make it clear Today, the Christian church rejoices in the advent of the voice. As John himself would later testify, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. The prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. It was for this purpose that John was born. He came to be the forerunner, to go before the Lord to prepare his ways. He was sent to be the messenger proclaiming God's comfort, his peace, his forgiveness to those living in wilderness. Well, in the wilderness, it has been quiet. For a long time, there has been silence. But now, Yahweh speaks to those in exile. And he decrees comfort, comfort where there has been no one to comfort. The time of God's retribution, of God's judgment, has ended, and now the time of comfort has arrived. God breaks into this history and comes to the aid of his people. And this is what God commissioned John to proclaim. The birth of John is the dawning day of God's coming. The night is over. But John is merely the voice. In and of of himself, he is not that important. It is what he has to say that you don't want to miss. And the voice has one thing to say. It speaks one speech. But it is a living speaking of God to his people. God's word is coming among them. John is born with a message in his mouth, a cry, a voice that announces God's arrival, one that straightens God's highway through the desert wilderness. John runs ahead to tell that God is near, clear all obstacles out of the way so that the glory of the Lord may be revealed and all flesh We'll see it together. John's cry is a cry that brings comfort. It is also a cry from God's own mouth that overturns, reverses, and restores things to God's way. But yet, yet John's coming is good news because he points to God's plan of redemption for his people. John is going to bring back many in Israel to the Lord their God. And so John calls people to repent of their sins. He exhorts them to a baptism of repentance 
and a returning to the Lord, he announces a clear, complete declaration that warfare is ending, that sins are being forgiven. The Lord himself is coming. He will be merciful to his people, and he will save them from their enemies. He will forgive them. He will guide their feet in the way of peace. John directs people to Christ. Behold him. He is the one. Look to Christ in faith. So why did John come? To bear witness to Christ's coming. Why did Christ come? To be the incarnate Son of God, to die, to rise from death, that all believers in him might be justified before God and saved. Jesus came to be God's comfort to his people. We are not really here today to talk about what John the Baptist did for Jesus, but rather we're here to talk about what Jesus did for John the Baptist and what he has done for all of us. That is what John has to say, and that's why what he has to say is so important for us even today, because our ears are filled with the sounds of many voices like searching up and down the radio dial, a cacophony of voices inundates our ears, competing for our attention. It is hard sometimes to sort through all of them, to hear what they have to say. But listen carefully, and you hear certain voices calling again and again. The voice of warfare cries out, the voice of discomfort and suffering. What do we hear? A voice pronouncing our guilt for sin, our shame, our punishment, our death. The devil rages with a demanding voice, listen to me, trying to drown out the voice of God. But the devil's voice offers false promises, false hopes, utter lies. All of these voices can be so loud, so droning in our ears, so persistent, that we cannot bear to hear them anymore. They seem to fill the earth with their cry of distress. But God comes, and God sends voices crying into this wilderness, greater voices speaking his word. Prophets, apostles, preachers, teachers, evangelists, fathers, mothers, Sisters, brothers, voices carrying the message of God, crying out in a wilderness of sin. John the Baptist is only one voice, the voice speaking God's word and preparing his way. But God's word remains forever, speaking comfort to us. It is given to us to speak among ourselves and to the world. And God's Spirit calls us and all Christians to be his voices in this time and in this place. Merely voices. But what a word we have been given to proclaim. What a message. People, get ready. The Savior is on his way. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John reveals the glory of the Lord. He testifies that Jesus is the Son of God. 
He is the one, the Christ bearing the sins of the whole world upon himself. The suffering has ended. God himself has intervened to save. The exile in the wilderness is over, and Christ is coming again to restore God's people to himself, to bring them his everlasting comfort. And on that day, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. John the Baptist, you, me, and all flesh will see it together. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.